The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders on how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zeidel, your Smart Moves Coach, getting you on the right track, keeping you on the right track, and making sure you don't get sidetracked. Let's start with a Smart Moves tip. Your brand is everything, and everything is your brand. It is much more than a name, or logo, or campaign. Your brand is people's perceptions of what it's like to do business with you, work with you, and what you stand for. Whether you're a multinational, a franchise, a professional practice firm, or even a solo entrepreneur, it's important to build a brand that creates positive buzz. One way to enhance your brand in the eyes of your customers is through cause marketing. Fortune 500 companies leverage cause marketing initiatives all the time to strengthen their reputations, drive revenue, and ultimately enhance the lives of those around the world. So can you. To show entrepreneurs and business owners how they can also leverage this marketing tool to achieve success and significance is my guest, Dr. Shalette Stewart. She's the Associate Director of Business Development for Executive Education for Southern Methodist University Cox School of Business in Dallas, Texas. She's the author of Revelations in Business, Connecting Your Business Plan with God's Purpose and Plan for Your Life. Welcome, Charlotte. It's so good to have you here. Thank you so much, Marsha. It's a pleasure to be with you and to share with you and your listeners today. Thank you for having me on your wonderful show. Well, you're welcome. So let's get started. Um, I think people may not know what cause marketing is. It's, it's sort of a new term. So what well, is it and why is it important? You're right. You know, there's um, sometimes uh, confusion around the whole term cause marketing, and oftentimes your listeners may be familiar, uh, Marsha, with the term cause-related marketing. Cause marketing and cause-related marketing are two terms that are virtually used interchangeably. And the, the quickest and the easiest way of thinking of cause marketing in terms of defining it is just marketing for a cause. 
cause marketing actually lies within, Marcia, as you know, the whole concept of corporate social responsibility and corporate philanthropy. So it really focuses on the integration of business operations, and values. And so cost marketing is just simply linking the purchase of a product with fundraising efforts for a company or organization or a nonprofit. And, um, you know, tell me more, like, what has been your experience in cause marketing? Mm-hmm. Well, my background, um, before I joined SMU and, and started my own uh, leadership development firm, Stewart Consulting, I actually was in uh, the corporate America in, in different leadership roles with some wonderful companies like Bell South and the Coca-Cola Company, and leadership roles in sales, marketing, and strategic planning. And one of the most rewarding assignments that I had was actually during uh, March in my tenure with the Coca-Cola Company. I oversaw several of our cause marketing initiatives, and it involved partnerships with nonprofit organizations like the Boys and Girls Clubs of America, Children's Miracle Network, the Jewish Community Centers of North America, and the National Parks Foundation. And so it was very personally fulfilling and gratifying for a number of reasons and on a number of levels. But essentially, cause marketing and my role involved designing and developing marketing programs that were a triple win. They would grow volume, for the Coca-Cola company, mm-hmm. traffic and sales for our customers like Walmart or McDonald's or Burger King, and then revenue for the charity, for the nonprofit. So they had to be triple wins. So a, a way for your listeners to think of cause marketing, and we've all experienced this, is just think about when you go into, say it's a, a restaurant, Say you buy um, a value meal and a percent of the proceeds would go to benefit the local Boys and Girls Club or the local children's hospital. That essentially is cause marketing. Well, you know, you've given, uh, you've given a really good sense of what it is and how companies use it. And I want you know, you also said that you did work for, the, uh, for Coca-Cola and you gave an example there. But what I'm also interested, you mentioned the national parks. And, and how did that work with the national parks? It's interesting. You know, um, I'll give you an example of a program we did. And this was several years ago with the National uh, Park Foundation. But it involved Coca-Cola the National Park Foundation, and W.H. Smith stores. And so many of your listeners will be familiar with W.H. Smith because they are the stores that sell all the great magazines and, and Coke products in airports across the country. And so an example of the cause marketing program that we executed during my tenure at the Coca-Cola company was you go into a W.H. Smith store at an airport and you purchase um, the Coca-Cola company's water brand, which is Dasani. You purchase a Dasani and a percent of the proceeds would go to benefit the National Park Foundation. So you're driving traffic and sales for W.H. Smith stores. Mm-hmm. You're driving revenue for the National Park Foundation, and you're driving volume and sales of Dasani water for the Coca-Cola company. So, again, it was a triple win. So that's just one example of a number of programs that we had in place during my tenure there. Um, you know, it sounds like, as you said, it's a win-win situation. Um, 
Are many companies doing this now, or are they sort of still skittish about it? Oh, so many companies have embraced the whole notion, Marcia, of, of cause marketing. It's interesting. Um, so many of your listeners will be familiar with the Susan G. Komen Foundation, and they're focused on alleviating and eliminating breast cancer. And so mm-hmm. everything from Yoplait yogurt to um, different types of candy, the purchase and the percent of proceeds from those purchases will go to benefit Susan G. Komen. And so they were probably one of the most uh, more aggressive organizations in terms of nonprofits around aligning and executing cause marketing strategies. I actually just came across an ad from Target, the retailer, and um, the ad indicated that uh, her vest will feed 24 people. And it has a picture of a teenager's vest. And all it means is that if you go into Target and you purchase that vest or a host of other products that they offer, a percent of the proceeds will go to the nonprofit Feed USA. You know, that's just another example. And then so many of your listeners will be familiar with the RED campaign and their whole focus on uh, addressing HIV and, and AIDS. That campaign to date is reported to have raised over $200 million. Um, so I believe that over the past few years, the organizations in general have um, really been more strategic in terms of their approach to leveraging cause marketing to not only enhance society, but also drive business for their organizations and their customers and clients. You know, I I have done work with quite a a few nonprofits and have attended, um, you know, seminars uh, about uh, exactly what you're talking about, cause Mm -hmm. marketing. And one of the things that came out the, and this was geared for nonprofits, how, uh, how you can collaborate with different businesses. And one of the things that came out of it was that certain businesses really focus on certain causes. So there may be a business, and I won't, you know, X, who really wants to focus on after-school uh, organizations that provide after-school care and things like that. Um, have you come across that where the companies will focus on a different uh, societal uh, issues? Absolutely, Marcia, and that's such an excellent point. In fact, I encourage my clients to take a strategic approach to cause marketing. And um, in terms of, of the steps in terms of developing a cause marketing plan, what you've alluded to is, is the most important step, and that is the whole notion of beginning from within. Um, determine what is meaningful to you as an individual or to you as an industry leader or business leader. So uh, you want to make sure that your cause marketing initiatives are actually centered on something that you have a passion for as an individual. During my tenure with the Coca-Cola company, the cause marketing platform was really centered on youth, youth and education. Those were the strategic platforms. Um, uh, there's another organization, Children's Miracle Network, a wonderful organization that was started by Marie Osmond, and um, she was actually one of my clients during uh, my tenure with the Coca-Cola Company, and their whole focus is strategically centered on children's hospitals. In fact, Marsha, I just came across an ad from Dairy Queen, and uh, Dairy Queen is saying that for every purchase of one of their DQ blizzards, they will donate $1 to Children's Miracle 
medical network. And so Dairy Queen has an appreciation and a focus on the children's hospitals. So absolutely, I'm finding that more, and I actually advise my clients to make sure that you are very strategically focused on a cause that is meaningful to you and make sure that you focus on that in terms of your initiatives. Yeah, and I think it, it, it's important for the company to know what strategically what issues they want to focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a decision probably made by top management for one reason or another. But I also think for nonprofits, they have to uh, match uh, and know what companies are are dealing with the kinds of issues that they deal with as well. So that is a good match. And I think that that's really important as well. Absolutely. Excellent point. That's so important. You really have to consider it from both sides of the equation. If you're the organization, the company, the for-profit, and then from the perspective of the non-profit, um, for those listeners who are entrepreneurs as an individual who owns and operates his or her own business, you have a great deal of flexibility around the types of causes and nonprofits that you um, choose to align with. So I would encourage you to be strategic and really consider a number of different nonprofits. If you are a listener who happens to be employed by a major corporation, then uh, like the likelihood is that you will have to identify that corporation's strategic focus and cause. It may be uh, cancer. It may be education. It may be youth diabetes or youth obesity. It may be um, some particular platform. And then what you do is you align your cause marketing strategies for your department or for your division to mirror that corporation's overarching objective. Well, you know, this is really a great point, and it's time for a short break. Uh, This is Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moves coach. You're listening to The Business Edge, taking the growing pains out of growth on Voice America's business channel. My guest is Dr. Shalette Stewart, and she will return with more insights into cause marketing. Stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, 
career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Zidle, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest today is Dr. Shalette Stewart, and she's an expert on cause marketing. And when we were at the last segment, um, she started talking about the steps, and we got to that first step. But I'm sure there are more, uh, Shalette. So let's let's continue. What might be the second step? Yes. So your your listeners will recall that the first step in developing a cause marketing uh, plan is, one, to begin from within. Really ask yourself as a business leader, as a manager, as a director, as a VP, what is important to you as an individual and what do you have passion for? So that's step number one. Uh, step number two is to then consider your customers and clients. What you want to do is think strategically in terms of what you have a passion for and, you know, unfortunately, there are a myriad of different causes out there um, where we struggle with so much um, as a society, not just in the United States, but globally. Everything from homelessness to domestic violence to child abuse to, to hunger. So there are a myriad of different causes. So think about what is meaningful to you and then cross-reference that with what might be meaningful to your customers and to your clients. And keep in mind, so many cause marketing initiatives focus on specific tangible products. But for those listeners who are in a service-oriented sector, you can leverage cause marketing as well, too. So it may not be a tangible product, but it may be a percent of proceeds from the fee that you charge your client for their um, consultation or for their, um, the legal advice that you provide them or the business planning advice, too. So keep in mind that cost marketing is for the very tangible product-oriented uh, sectors as well as the service sectors. So that's the second point is consider your customers and clients and what they may have an interest in because you want it to be a win-win for you and your customers and your clients. And then the next step is to take some time and be very intentional and strategic in developing a comprehensive cause marketing plan. And ideally, this would be part of your overarching marketing plan. And this is so important that I actually devote a chapter out of my book on the divine marketing plan where we're talking about ways and strategies and tactics for taking marketing to a higher level of excellence. And one of the ways that you as a business leader can take your marketing plan to a higher level of excellence is by incorporating cause marketing and cause-related marketing initiatives. And then the next step is to execute, to 
implement your plan. And the key here is that you want to implement and execute with excellence. It goes along Marsha's theme of really taking your organization to the next level. So you want to make sure that you're focused on flawless execution is what we used to call it at the Coca-Cola company, but really executing with excellence. Well, you know, those are the four steps, and I thought one of the most important things you said because when you, is that um, cost marketing could be your tangible product mm-hmm. or a uh, or a service. And you know, when the first examples you gave were like buying uh, Coca Cola or or going to Target or going into a whatever store and buying products, but it, it's for uh, professional uh, service firms, it's for consultants, it's for anyone, even if they just provide a service, they can they can start uh, um, implementing cause marketing. Absolutely. And, and you have some other examples of that where it's a service and not so much a product? Mm. I, uh, there are a number of real estate firms that I've come across that will actually uh, take a percent of the proceeds from different closings, whether they are on the residential side or the commercial side. And they will take, Marcia, a percent of those proceeds and donate them to a local church or a local nonprofit. And that's another point, too, is that oftentimes cause marketing initiatives are um, leveraged and, and really shown as examples of these global initiatives, you know, are nationwide uh, domestic initiatives. But keep in mind that if you are a small business owner or operator, you can leverage cause marketing just in your local community. You know, when you think about catastrophes that take place at the local level or in your neighborhood when a family has been displaced because of a fire, let's say, at their home, it's the local churches that are the first to galvanize and, and, and address the issue and to help that family oftentimes, or it's the local Salvation Army, or it's, it's the, the local uh, chapters of, of national nonprofit organizations. So keep in mind that if your business is focused locally or regionally, you can still leverage cause marketing and tie in with some local and regional organizations. Uh, that is such a good point because we have to, you know, we have to look at our market. And if our market, as you said, local or regional, then we need to focus on that. And if, if you're a Coca-Cola company, obviously your market is 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 a global. So it's not just the global. It is those small businesses who want to make a contribution to society. Well, Absolutely. You know, you, you know, you talked about uh, the steps and, and they're really great steps, but and it, and and it may sound so easy, you know. Step one, step two, step three, mm-hmm. step four. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure it isn't quite that easy. So why don't you talk about some of the challenges that we would find if we wanted to, uh, you know, develop a cause marketing initiative? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'll find that as a business leader, um, the nonprofits will be extremely open to your support. I mean, they're the organizations that typically need the revenue. They need the resources, and they need the, the publicity and the, and the focus in terms of people who really want to tie in with them. But some of the challenges oftentimes come, in play, come into play with the larger organizations and corporations. Like, for instance, um, earlier I mentioned several examples that involve the Coca-Cola company and 
and then their charitable nonprofit, and then one of their customers. Well, oftentimes, the more parties you have in play in terms of cause marketing, the more challenging it is. And I'll give you an example. I used the example earlier of um, the Coca-Cola company and W.H. Smith stores and Dasani, uh, 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 the National Park Foundation. So the Coca-Cola company, W.H. Smith stores and Dasani uh, and the National Park Foundation. Well, one of the challenges uh, is that you have to align the cause marketing strategies of the Coca-Cola company with the cause marketing strategies and the goals of the National Park Foundation. One of their charitable partners, and also with W. H. Smith Stores, one of their customers. So the more parties you have um, to potentially participate in the program, it can be quite challenging. Not that it can't get off the ground, so to speak, but I would advise your listeners to spend more time in the front end of really exploring what the goals are of all the organizations and plan more time to get that that cause marketing program off the ground. Whereas if you are an entrepreneur and your focus is simply the local or the regional market, you can easily reach out to the the nonprofit of your choice and connect with them, strategize with them, and it's very expeditious to get a program up and running just, you know, working one-on-one. But again, the more parties you have um, to participate in the program, the potentially more beneficial it is and it drives more revenue but it's also quite a challenge sometimes in just aligning the um, the overall objectives of each organization in order to to arrive at a common good. Yeah, you know, and that's why um, I think one of the key um, things that uh, our listeners need to to pay attention to if they want to be successful is, you know, what you've said, you have to make sure that there's alignment between your, your strategies, everyone's strategies, and the more parties you bring into uh, this initiative, the more you have to make sure that there's alignment and that there's planning and it's going to take more time. I'm sure that, right. you know, everyone wants to get it off the ground immediately. What might be a, you know, how much time does it take to to get uh, this kind of initiative off the ground? You know, every project is different. And so it's really difficult to quantify the amount of time because, I mean, in some negotiations, you can you can get the plan in place within a week and be in market, you know, the next week if it's just a local initiative where both parties are completely in alignment. Whereas if you have two or three Fortune 500 companies working to support a particular charity, it may take months to to get the the initiative off the ground. So it really depends on the number of parties at play and also uh, the extent to which there's already a plan in place around the cause marketing initiatives and goals. Oftentimes, um, some organizations haven't really thought strategically about cause marketing, and so it may be up to your listeners as entrepreneurs, as business owners and operators to educate their clients and their customers about cause marketing, and that adds another layer of timing. So it really is different um, in in every case. But I'd like to also interject um, another point as well 
Um, I mentioned that if you are an entrepreneur or um, a business operator in the local market, you can certainly uh, tie in with some local charities and, and local churches um, and, and other nonprofits at the local market. But keep in mind that there are so many national companies and national organizations that are so large, they may be global, that for them, they want to have more of a local presence. So mm. give me example, um, I remember uh, during my tenure in, in corporate America, uh, some local or regional grocery stores would acquire and assume um, uh, other uh, chains of grocery stores. And so that would put their brand in a market that the market was just not even aware of. You know, there may be an East Coast grocery moving on the West Coast, and the people on the West Coast have no clue about the brand or the grocery or, and what they stand for. So oftentimes those types of companies, they really desire to align with local uh, nonprofits and local companies that can help bring their their brand uh, to the local market and introduce them in the local market. So keep in mind that um, if you are an entrepreneur or a business owner, um, you may in fact, represent an advantage to a company that may be moving into your geographic market or have a desire to. So don't shy away from aligning even with those larger organizations. Um, They see oftentimes a key benefit in aligning with organizations that are at the grassroots level. Well, thank you. So, you know, that's a really great point, Charlotte, because, you know, we always think of, oh, I'm, I'm just a small little uh, company here, but th- being small and being local can be an advantage. Absolutely. Well, well it's time for another break. Um, this is Marsha Zidal, Smart Moose Coach. You're listening to The Business Edge, taking the growing pains out of growth on Voice America's business channel. When we return, my guest, Dr. Shalette Stewart, will continue talking about um, uh, cause marketing and go into some of the benefits and other things that you need to know to be highly successful. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus drug discount card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies, but 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Everyone is eligible for RX Savings Plus. There's no age or income restrictions and no paperwork. Simply print a card and start saving on your prescriptions. Start saving today. Enroll and print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word talk radio to 96362. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Zidle, your Smart Moves Coach. And we've been listening to Dr. Chalette uh, Stewart with, uh, with her vast knowledge of cause marketing and how it can be an, a, a terrific marketing tool, not only for big corporations, but for solo entrepreneurs, for, um, for small businesses, whether you're local, regional, or national. So now we're going to move into what are the um, key uh, opportunities. We went into some of the challenges. Now, what are the key opportunities, Shalette, mm-hmm. um, cost marketing? I would say, you know, over the past few years, I would say definitely the past 10 to 12 years, um, the majority of cost marketing initiatives have been focused with very strong, well-known brands that typically have a national presence, um, if, if not a global presence. And so I would encourage your listeners um, to to take heed to some local opportunities. I see that as being the primary opportunity overall in terms of cause marketing is to get it down to more of a grassroots level because there are so many wonderful nonprofits at the local level in your neighborhood that may not be known um, in the next state, but uh, they're well known in your neighborhood. So I would say definitely uh, leverage the local opportunities. Oftentimes, organizations will shy away from churches, which is understandable for Fortune 500 companies. But again, if you are an entrepreneur and you have more of a control in terms of your strategic initiatives, I would encourage you to consider some of the local churches as well and also consider some of the educational institutions. Um, We're all aware of the national concern around youth obesity and youth diabetes and some of the wonderful initiatives that the um, the president, President Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama, have in place to get youth more active. Uh, think of ways that you can perhaps make a positive impact to youth at the local level that may involve perhaps 
aligning with some of the local educational institutions. Maybe they are K through 12 schools. Uh, maybe they are community colleges. Maybe they are universities. So truly think out of the proverbial box and think of very creative, fun, engaging ways that you can leverage some local opportunities. I, I see that as a, a very valid um, proposition going forward is the local level, Marcia. Can you give some uh, examples of that, of, uh, of, you know, you're talking about the local level and mm-hmm. what might be um, some things, uh, some examples that you came across? Mm-hmm. I came across um, some consulting firms um, that actually, uh, dealing with their clients, um, they let it be known that a percent of the proceeds from the fees that they extract from clients will go to benefit XYZ Church. And interestingly mm-hmm. enough, in my book, Revelations in Business, I use uh, Sam Walton as an example. Years ago, he actually had a percent of the proceeds from Walmart go to uh, a number of different uh, congregations, different churches in the area because he and his wife had a passion for those particular initiatives that the churches were overseeing. And I believe it was also because of the fact that he and his wife saw that there was um, a lack, uh, a a gap, if you will, in terms of proceeds going to the local churches. And again, our churches nationwide do so Mm -hmm. much to help the communities. So those are just a couple of examples. And I can give you one on a, on a personal level because um, my daughter about 10 years ago was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Oh, and, um, I, you know, to me, it was another disease until it becomes very personal. And this gets back to what is what is personally driving you? What is it that is the cause that you want to put your energy into as well as your business? And what this has given me is the idea that because I do have a business coaching consulting practice mm-hmm. that I will now and I work with and I donate my time to the uh, regional MS uh, society office here in Dallas that not only will I give of my time which seems easy but I could also give some of uh, proceeds from a consulting um, right. a, exam, a consulting service that I provide, or I can bring other consultants in and do this and work with them. So there's so many different ways yes. of helping an organization. Am I correct yes, on that? That's an excellent point. You know, it reminds me of another point uh, as well. You know, we spoke earlier about the fact that so many large organizations, national, global organizations, will really see that local business owner as a benefit because you have access to the grassroots level, well, that actually goes the other way as well. And um, you, you really uh, exemplify that uh, in terms of sharing your, your uh, example with us, uh, Marcia, is that if you are a local business owner or operator and you have a goal to have more of a regional presence or more of a national or a global presence, then strategically it would behoove you as a business owner to consider tying in with some of those national nonprofits that will give you that uh, that presence and that positioning, too. So whether it's the Arthritis Foundation or the um, Muscular Dystrophy Association or, you know, whatever the nonprofit is that you have a passion for, keep in mind the benefits go both ways in terms of strategic positioning. And, you know, I hadn't thought of it that way. <laughs> I've been doing it more in terms of sure. uh, giving back to them because they've sure. been so helpful um, mm-hmm. with my daughter. But it, 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 it goes both ways, as you said. Um, 
So what are some of the other benefits uh, to companies, to whether they're big global companies or whether they're smaller uh, local companies or whether it's a product or with a service? What, are, what else could they look for? You know, there's they so many for? benefits. I, I make the point in my book that corporate social responsibility in general and cause marketing specifically really generate significant rewards for all involved. And here are some of the, the key benefits. One is it helps drive sales, revenue, um, and, and traffic for your business, depending on the type of business that you have. But again, it it impacts the bottom line in a very positive and strong way. And we've um, discussed many examples of how cost marketing marketing can help drive traffic and sales and revenue for your business. So that's number one. Uh, number two, it enhances uh, your corporate image. And Harvard Business School has uh, done a number of studies around how cause marketing can enhance the image of an organization. So keep in mind that uh, numerous studies have found that people think more highly of organizations, of companies, of firms that have uh, – cause marketing initiatives because they tend to see it as the fact that you're not just focused on what's good for your company, but you're focused on what's good for society. Uh, give you an example, uh, the, the company Timberland. Um, mm-hmm. They produce uh, boots and just a, a number of, of wonderful uh, products in the, the sporting arena and exercise arena. And um, their whole focus is to be a good steward. And um, the CEO has said uh, many times to, that they are their brothers and their sisters' keeper. So they see that their mission is not just to produce excellent products, but also to enhance the lives of others in the, the communities where they do business. And so People pick up on that, and I'm sure that that your listeners have an appreciation, just as you and I do, Marcia. We tend to think highly on organizations that think beyond just the bottom line. So enhanced corporate image. Also, interestingly enough, um, it actually improves employee satisfaction. Your employees feel better about working for companies that have a, a, a sentiment around corporate social responsibilities. And again, Harvard has a number of studies uh, to attest to that. And the fact that people who are prospective employees think more highly of companies and tend to uh, rate those potential employers more highly and want to work for them more strongly when they find out that they're involved in cause-related marketing and, um, and corporate philanthropy. So it's, it's a win-win in terms of really generating interest uh, from prospective employees and also enhancing morale of, your, uh, of the current employees that you have in place. And then uh, lastly, but certainly not least, just overall, we're enhancing society, whether it's at a local grassroots level or a regional level, national or, or global initiative. It's about legacy building and making sure that we leave uh, society better off than it was when we came or when we, we started our business, too. So it really is a win-win for all involved. Well, you've given, you know, really four very specific benefits for companies and entrepreneurs. 
And, you know, it's more than, as you said, driving sales revenue. Um, it's more than just bringing in money, but you're also enhancing your corporate image. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're doing more for society. But the, but the fourth thing that I think is so important is that it helps employee morale and that not only your present employees, but your future employees. And it, because what they're finding is, and this is from Harvard and business school and from other studies, uh, Gallup studies, that at at least 50% of present employees are disengaged. They're not engaged in their job. And this is one way to get them engaged. So we have about one more minute before our next break. What's, what is the last, you know, one last thing you would like um, uh, our listeners to know about cause marketing? Well, um, I believe that uh, as business leaders in society, we have a myriad of ways to take our businesses to a higher level of excellence. And cause marketing is just one of a number of initiatives, and I talk about so many of them in my book, and Marsha has a whole platform focused on you know, taking your, your organization to the next level. So I would encourage your listeners to uh, keep cause marketing initiatives in mind, be very intentional, be very strategic, and give some time, give some thought and effort effort and really strategize and brainstorm around nonprofits and charitable organizations that you can tie in with that will help enhance not just your business, but the business and the revenue of the nonprofits as well as the state of society in general. Well, thank you so much, Shalette. And it's time thank for you. our last break. But however, listener, Shalette is going to come back and she's going to tell us uh, how to get in contact with her and maybe a little bit more about her book. So listeners, this is Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moose Coach. Stay tuned to hear Shalette. Thank you. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Zeidel, your Smart Moves Coach. And we've been listening to Dr. Shalette Stewart talking about cause marketing and what are the opportunities and what are the benefits. And I'm sure, listeners, you would like to know more. So, Shalette, how can listeners contact you? Oh, I would love for them to reach out to me. I would encourage your listeners to reach out to me on my website. The website for the book, Revelations in Business, Connecting Your Business Plan with God's Purpose and Plan for Your Life is revelationsinbusiness.com. Again, revelationsinbusiness.com. And there are chapter excerpts and um, ways that you can uh, actually get the book. The book is available on amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, and wherever fine books are sold. And you can email me through the website. Website as well. The book is available in audio book format, ebook format, and of course traditional uh, format. And it's been endorsed by 14 business leaders, including Dan Cathy, who many of your listeners uh, know is the president and chief operating officer of Chick fil A. And it actually re- um, received a 2012 Christian Literary Award. So a lot of interest around revelations in business. And for those listeners who are interested in cause marketing, there's an entire uh, chapter devoted to excellence in marketing, and so you can get more insights. The other website is for my firm. If any of your listeners are interested in my speaking to your organizations, I travel the world speaking on purpose-driven leadership topics, and I'm happy to do so. That uh, website for my firm is stewartconsultingllc.org, and that's Stuart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T, consultingllc.org. But essentially, the platform in the book is often described as the purpose driven life for business leaders. It provides spiritual principles, practical tools, and real-life examples. So we discuss so many of the wonderful companies that uh, Marcia and I have discussed today. And feel free to link in with me or follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you so much, Celeste. Uh, for thank this. you, Marcia, for having me. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, and thank you for the excellent platform that you have in place. You truly are helping business leaders take their organizations to the next level. Well, thank you. And now it's time for Marsha's musings. Leaders, do you suffer from activity, addiction? Are you spinning your wheels faster and faster but not getting where you want to go? Is there so much to do that when one project gets done, there's at least 10 more waiting for your attention? In coaching business leaders and managers on how to work smarter, I provide them with a tool called a priority audit. It helps them assess a project, whether big or small, before diving in by asking these five key questions. Number one, why am I doing this? Even Ever find yourself working on something, but you don't know why? Someone just told you to do this or that. It's pretty common. It's important to ask yourself and others, what is this for? Who benefits? How does this help achieve our team, department, or organization's goals? Knowing the purpose, the rationale, or the why will help you stay focused. Two, what problem am I solving? What's the real problem? 
what's happening that is not supposed to happen or what's not happening that is supposed to happen. Problems are like icebergs. You must be able to distinguish what is above the waterline, the symptoms of the problem, and what's below, the real causes, where you need to put your effort. The third question is, who owns the problem? Is it me, my team, my department, or someone else? Sometimes you'll find that you're working on what someone else thinks is crucial, but is it really? That's when it's time to stop and reevaluate what you're doing. Four, is the way I'm planning to solve the problem the easiest way? There are lots of ways to do things, but for simplicity's sake, let's say there are two primary ways. The easiest way, which takes five units of time, and the hardest way, which takes ten units of time. You'll often find that the easier way is more than good enough. Sometimes one's perfectionism gets in the way of being an effective leader. And finally, the fifth question, is it really worth it? This is the big question. This one should come up all the time. For example, is this meeting worth pulling me and six people off their work for an hour? Will this new marketing initiative get us more customers or funding? Sometimes it's better to pull the plug than to keep spinning one's wheels. So, listeners, here's your smart move tip for the day. Make sure your time is used to its best advantage. If you're like most hard-charging leaders, you'll have a long to-do list and feel proud of it. Now it's time to start a stop-doing list. Productive leaders have developed the discipline to stop doing anything that doesn't lead to the results they want. Listeners, do you often say, I never seem to get anything done? I spend most of my time putting out fires, especially people and customer products. The Effective Manager series can come to your rescue. It gives you 232 practical tips to start working smarter. Get a 20% discount on the four handbooks. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. Get control of your time now with the Effective Manager. Next week's program is Google in Wonderland. What's on the other side of the rabbit hole? Do you think people at your company are motivated and engaged in their work? Think again. 50% would rather be someplace else. Another 20% take out their frustrations every day on the organization. Why is there such chronic disengagement? Why has it lasted so long? Why isn't it improving with a better economy? You would think it would improve now that uh, uh, companies are hiring and perhaps uh, there's less uncertainty, but it really isn't. Listen to Rex Miller, futurist and author of The Millennium Matrix, as he shares the findings from research with a consortium of firms that include Google, W.L. Gore, Cummings Diesel, the Gates Foundation, 
the federal government, and 25 other organizations. The 70% disengagement dilemma is just the rabbit hole to the most massive new reality sweeping the world. Find out what it means and how you can prepare to thrive in a Google world. This should be a very interesting uh, guest, and you will we, you will learn so much from him because he's a futurist and he's bringing in new information. Now, I'll end with my favorite saying: There are three kinds of people in this world: those who, those who make it happen, those who let it happen, those who ask what happened. Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. Call me now for a free consult at 972-380-9181 or email Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Thank you for listening. Tune in every week, 11 Pacific, for The Business Edge with Marcia Zidle, the Smart Moves executive coach and speaker helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. Listeners, remember, innovate, improve, ignite, or die. Make smart moves. Stay tuned for next week's, tune in for next week's program. Google and Wonderland, what's on the other side of the rabbit hole? Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and enjoy taking your business to the next level. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 